Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Mindset Edit. I'm your host, Victoria D'Ambrosio, and thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Today, we're talking all about divine timing in the manifestation process, and I'm really excited to record this podcast because similar to the episode I recorded last about aligned action and how I was saying, you know, when topics start to come up for me in my life and I get a lot of DMs and questions about it, I just know it's a sign that I have to break out the microphone and record a podcast about it. Well, the same thing has been happening around the divine timing episode. So I just know it's going to be a juicy one and will probably hit home for a lot of you. So the way I want to kind of run this podcast episode specifically is that I'm going to do two things. Of course, as always, we're going to talk more about the technical explanation for what is divine timing in the manifestation episode. But what I think is going to be really helpful is showing you how that plays out in life using my own examples of kind of a couple of minor things that have happened in my life over the last, let's call it two years, because I want you to really see the subtleties and connect the dots and see how it's going to show up in, well, you'll see how it shows up in my life and then hopefully be able to apply that to your life as well. So I'll start going into the story first and then towards the end, I'll, we'll talk more about, so like what actually is divine timing and also whether or not um, the reason why your manifestation is in here, if that actually is divine timing and if it is what to do to help still pull it in or if it's actually something else, right? Because the last thing I want is for people to be like, well, it's just divine timing and therefore I'm just going to wait for my manifestation to magically fall into my lap because it, there is also a chance that it's not actually divine timing it's because you're not ready for the manifestation because you might still have fears, doubts, insecurities, subconscious blocks, et cetera. So we're going to talk about kind of how how to kind of navigate those waters towards the end of the episode. But for this, I'm going to give you guys like maybe a little TMI into my some areas of my life over the last two years because I want to show um, kind of two different um, divine timing examples. And why I like these examples is I guess one's a little bit bigger than the other in terms of manifestations, but I want you to see like the subtleties of manifestation because I think so many times, especially on social media, we see examples of manifestation where people are doing these crazy things and getting these crazy wins, which is amazing, right? It's like, oh, I journaled on this thing. And then the next day I got a check for $20,000 in the mail. And that's amazing. And I'm so happy for them, right? But that is not always the most common form of manifestation. I kind of think of that as like the universe screaming around about manifestation. But what I have found more often than not is manifestation comes in the form of whispers. It's like little baby steps and whispers go here, then there, then eventually lead you down the road to your manifestation. That's more common. And I think sometimes when we don't see our manifestations right away, when they're not screaming at us, we think it's not working. But in reality, it is. It's just that quite honestly, we usually see the other stories on social media because it's a big crazy story it's very clickbaity it's going to gain more traction on social media the same way you know a tiktok that says hey if you use these three journal prompts and do this whatever thing you can manifest a million dollars in three days like people love that stuff and they eat that up but that's not actually usually the reality right um so i just wanted to kind of share all of that up front as well so kicking into some stuff that's happened in my life in regards to divine timing over the last two years. So 
background on me if you are newer to the podcast. Hey, hello, welcome. Um, two years ago, basically from this exact date, I quit my corporate job. I was a consultant and I started working for myself. And very shortly after I quit my job, I was living in Boston with my boyfriend at the time. And I had been living in Boston for, let's say, seven to eight years. And a couple months after I left my corporate job, my boyfriend and I broke up. I talk a little bit more about this, too, in my episode where I talk about, I think it's called The Time That I Bought Moldavite. Because the series of events did happen after I bought Moldavite. If you don't know what that is or if you do and you're curious, you can check out that episode. But so we broke up and we were living together in downtown Boston. We were together for four years total and we had been living together for the second two years. And this apartment was truly like ours. Like we moved into it together. It wasn't like, oh, it was my apartment and he moved in with me or vice versa. Like it was ours. And I share that because it was like... You know, even when it came down to all of the things you need to furnish an apartment, like half of it was his, half of it was mine. So no, neither one of us could actually live and function in that apartment without the other ones or at least the other person's belongings. Not to even mention the fact that you don't necessarily want to live um, <laughs> in an apartment where you used to live with your significant other for years. So basically, we we broke up and I remember the morning we, we broke up, I was like, okay, I I need to get out of here. I need to leave this apartment. I don't want to be here. So I grabbed a duffel bag. I threw in some clothes, you know, the essentials. And I got in my car and I drove to New York because I'm originally from there. That's where my family lives. And I went home to be with my family. And I'm like super grateful that, you know, I still have my childhood bedroom that I was able to go home to. And I remember when I went home, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I need to figure out where to live. And for context, me and my ex-boyfriend were looking at leaving Boston. We were both ready to kind of do something new. He had just gotten a new job in Manhattan. I had kind of wanted to go to New York. I like, you know, have been in Boston for several years. So I was like, oh, I love Boston, but I kind of want to try something new. So we were going to move to New York City. So when I moved home to New York, I was like, what? where do I live now? Because I'm now living by myself. Like all my other friends have other roommates, other living situations settled. Like I can't necessarily move in with someone I know. I didn't necessarily want to live with someone random. So I was like, I guess I would have to live by myself, which I wasn't like dying to do just because obviously I work for myself. So I don't get socialization much from like coworkers or anything like that. So I was like, it's it's nice to live with someone so I can, you know, be a social creature. So I'm like looking online at first I'm like looking at, you know, studio apartments, one bedrooms in New York City, but like I wasn't finding anything that I wanted. Like it was like the worst apartments available ever and I was like this is literally absurd. Like there's nothing good. So I didn't want to buy anything there or not buy rent <laughs> anything there. Then I was like, okay, maybe let me just like check Boston because you know, I still have a lot of friends in Boston. So even though I kind of wanted to leave, like it might be nice, especially because, you know, recently single, you know, and, you know, emotional turmoil (laughs) a little bit, like it'd be good to be with some of my really close friends because a lot of them live in either Boston or the New England area. And if you know anything about the Boston rental market, it is freaking weird AF. 
So first of all, like 90%, I would say, of the Boston rentals go on a September 1 to September 1 lease. Why the entire city of Boston is pretty much moving on the same date every year is beyond me. It makes no sense. If you live in Boston, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Literally, it is a nightmare trying to move on September 1st. Everyone's trying to move on September 1st. There's not enough U-Hauls to go around. It, the streets are nuts because everyone's trying to go through with their trucks and move couches. It is chaos. But aside from that, it's harder to find a lease when you're not trying to move on September 1. So you're trying to find maybe a sublet or something else. And like, again, there was just like wasn't anything available because it was like there was just nothing. Everything pretty much goes from the September 1 lease. And I was looking, this was happening around April. So we were a far cry from September 1. So I was like, okay, um, I'm just going to kind of like wait and figure it out. And so when my boyfriend and I broke up, my ex-boyfriend, just want to be clear, <laughs> um, we still had several months on our lease together. So we we broke up in April and I believe our lease was going until like August. So I still had several months. And I remember thinking, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do a slow move out. I'll just drive back and forth to Boston and like move stuff into my parents' house until I figure out where I'm going to move. Because that was the other thing. I'm like, I don't really want to move all my stuff into New York and then move it somewhere else. Like I kind of wanted to do one move, but I was like, all right, that doesn't look like it's going to happen. I'll just move the stuff into my parents' house and then deal with it from there. Um, so I ended up having, I was like, I'll just go back and forth to Boston and it'll work out. I could take my time with it because I have several months and I could go, you know, when I drive up, I can go see my friends that are there. It'll be fine. And if you're thinking, Victoria, why don't you just like rent a U-Haul and just like hire movers or get like one big move? Um, it is because if I had to, I don't even want to operate my car. In, so I lived in the north end of Boston. If you're not familiar, that's like Boston's little Italy and like the streets are super narrow and cobblestone. And I barely want to drive my small little car through those streets because everything is so tight. And do you know how many people I've seen just smash into cars because the streets are too tight, let alone operating a U-Haul down those? Absolutely not hard. No, I was like, I will drive back and forth in my small little car, pack it to the brim and take as many trips as I need. I cannot, like the anxiety I would have operating a U-Haul, uh-uh, not for me. So I was like, it's fine. I'll just take a couple of trips. I, I don't care. I don't have a, like, I needed stuff to like preoccupy my time because I was new in my business and I had just gotten out of a four-year relationship. So I was like, distract me, whatever. Anyway, so I was like, all right, let me go back to Boston, grab some stuff, because at that point, my I left immediately. My ex kind of stayed a little bit longer to like move his the majority of his stuff out. So then it was May for Memorial Day. So it was like end of May. And I was like, OK, I'm going to go back to Boston, grab, pack more in my car, grab some stuff, whatever. And one of my friends from college, Lori, she lives in Rhode Island. And my other friend, Haley, she lives in Boston. We were like basically neighbors. And the three of us are really close friends. And we're like, oh my gosh, we haven't all seen each other in person in a while because Lori moved to Rhode Island out of Boston when it was COVID. And I moved clearly. So Haley was still there. So we're like, okay, like let's all hang out in Rhode Island this weekend uh, for the Memorial Day. And I was like, that's great. I have to go to Boston. Um, Rhode Island's only like an hour away. I'll pick Haley up. We'll drive to meet you all the things so I like go grab more stuff in my apartment and pick up Haley and we go to Rhode Island and in Rhode Island my friend is like oh yeah like my my uh friends are having a party we'll just like go there and like you know have fun so we go to this party 
And uh, long story short, I meet my future boyfriend at that party. But what I I just don't want to like drown on for like three hours of this podcast episode. But what I want to tell you with like the divine timing thing, I, I don't want you guys to be like, oh, my God, she broke up with her boyfriend. And then, you know, a couple a month later, she met her boyfriend and now they're together and they're so happy. Like I physically met my boyfriend, but like it was not like we were like nothing happened. Right. We were just like in the same area. And actually, I found out we were both at this my friend was having a garage sale like a year prior we were both at the garage but I vaguely remember him being there he doesn't like <laughs> remember me really at all being there um so we had met before that we had met at that memorial day party but again nothing happened actually to the extreme where um you know obviously I was single so going to that party I'm like Lori do you have any um cute single guy friends that you know maybe I could talk to and she's like yeah and they're like there were a couple single guys at the party um at the time and I remember someone being like oh Victoria like you and this guy and I was like no because my boyfriend was pretty drunk by the time I like actually ended up talking to him I was like no 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 like definitely not him like he's cute but no thank you I'm good um and we didn't actually start dating until like I don't know nine ten months later right and this was because I was still going back to back and forth like I had to go back another month and I was like oh I'll go see Lori because again I didn't want I didn't want to drive back and forth from Boston to New York because it's like a three three and a half hour drive so I was like I don't want to do that so I would drive up on like a Thursday go grab my stuff from Boston then I would go to Rhode Island and stay with Lori for the weekend kind of to like break up the trip and obviously I was going back and forth like several times because I have a small car and I had to move out my apartment um so over that period of time I like did meet my future boyfriend but again I we did not start dating until like the following like end of like November so it was like several months before we started dating I just want that to be clear because it's you know and that's a piece of like the divine the divine timing like we didn't start dating when we first met apparently at that garage sale we didn't start dating or even like texting or anything like after the first time we met like it was like several times after because we were getting to know each other and I didn't live there and all that stuff right and I really just think that's like a divine timing thing because right if we had started talking or anything like a year prior like I don't know I don't think he was he wasn't in a relationship at that point but I was so it clearly wasn't going to work out at that garage sale in the first time we met, like I had just, I had just gotten out of a four year relationship. Okay. Like there was no way, like, even though like I, I was kind of like, you know, like starting the process of like working through everything. Like I wasn't ready to jump into a relationship. I would have told myself that. Cause like you want to distract yourself with someone new, but I wasn't actually ready. And he was also kind of like on the ending of some sort of like situationship thing. And so I want to share that because sometimes when people are like, Oh, divine timing, like blah, blah, blah. Again, two people are involved in the divine timing process no matter what your manifestation is it always involves you and someone or something else and when you think about divine timing the piece with manifestation is it's always working for your highest good and the highest good of all involved so yes my current boyfriend who I am so happy with we didn't start dating until the following November but if it had happened any earlier even though we like met and knew each other it wouldn't have worked out because I still needed to do some healing work to actually be in a place where I can be in a healthy 
happy, loving relationship. He still needed time to like get out of his situationship and all of those other things, right? And he had to work in that exact timeline. Now, in between all of that happening, that's like divine timing thing number one. Um, in June, I was like, obviously still going back and forth doing my moving thing. And my friend Lori was like, hey, you're looking for a place to move. I would like to move. Would you like to move in and be roommates together and move to Newport? And I was like, uh, yeah. And for context, too, me and Lori were college roommates for all four years. So we also like were obviously good friends, but we knew we could live together. So I was like, yes, count me in. I want to move yesterday. So, so we started looking in June. June. This is like the second trip, by the way, that I took to Newport. Um, and she asked me, I was like, yep, I'm in, like, cut me in, whatever. Also a divine timing thing, because I remember in college, Lori was like, when we were all graduating, we we're like, oh, where are we going to live? Yada, yada, yada. Because we had two other roommates and other friends. And Lori's like, guys, like, let's move to Rhode Island. And I was like, no, thank you. Because <laughs> I was like in my like big city era. So I like didn't want to. And I never in a million years, never in a million years would have thought that I would have moved to Rhode Island. And it's so funny because the same thing happened to me when I moved to Cincinnati a couple of years ago. That's another story. It does not matter. But it's so funny because, again, divine timing. Had Lori asked me any other time to move to Rhode Island, even if I was like, you know, a couple months before, I would have been like, no, I'm absolutely not going to move to Rhode Island. I don't want to do that. Why would I? Like, I'd never even really been there, to be honest with you. I was like, what? no, no. No. So she asked me and I was like, yeah, I really like it here. It's so pretty, especially in the summer. It's like a tourist destination where I live, especially. Um, and I really liked all of her friends. Like there's a really good big friend group that now I'm obviously part of. Um, and I was like, everyone here is so nice. There's a really big friend group. Everyone does stuff even during the week. There's like all these like soccer leagues and trivia nights and just so much stuff to do. It almost felt like I was back in college. I'm like, count me in, sign me up. Let's move. So then we start to move and oh my God, it was so annoyingly stressful. I was like, we could not find an apartment for months. First of all, I don't know if everyone and their mother decided to move to Newport, Rhode Island. There was like nothing on the rental market. So we're trying for months, for months we're looking. We even took the price limit off of Zillow just to be like, is there anything available even outside of what we said we wanted our budget to be for rent? There was just nothing available. And then on top of that, my roommate has two cats. So even when something would become available, like everything was saying no because it wasn't pet friendly. So again, she asked me in June. I was like, oh my gosh. Like at that point, I'm like, I just want somewhere to live. Like maybe, uh, maybe this Newport thing is just not meant to be. Maybe it's not meant to work out. Like maybe I'll just go move into an apartment in Manhattan again, just to like have my own place. And if, you know, later on, I still want to move to Newport. I could always do that when the lease ends. Like I just wanted to move. Like I wanted to have my own space, be able to work, get my own setup, like all the things. But then I started looking at other, like New York, nothing was working out there. It was just like nothing was working out until finally, finally, we we had all of our Zillow notifications on and my boy, current boyfriend had the Zillow notifications on. Like everyone was trying to help us find a place. And literally my boyfriend had his like phone open as there was like a Zillow email that came up that like a property came in we saw like so he sent it immediately to me and Lori and was like here's one and Lori I think it was Lori who applied within like 
10 minutes of this thing being posted. And that's how quick you had to move because it was chaos trying to find an apartment. And we finally got a place in December. Divine timing. We had to move in in December to find the perfect apartment. Again, we're going to talk more about divine timing. So we move into this apartment in December. It took us so much longer. Again, remember, both of us wanted to move in June. In June. I was like two weeks after I went there for the first time. I'm like, let's go. Right. Took us until December. And it just had to wait because we had to get to the apartment that we're meant to be in. So fast forward, it is December, last December of, uh, was it 2021, I guess I moved in. Um, And so we move in and I'm like, cool. I've moved to Rhode Island, start anew, love it here. I do have a friend group, but at the time I was feeling kind of like, like I was friends with everyone, but I was friends with them like through Lori or through my boyfriend. Like, and even now at the, now recording this, I'm like, oh, I'm like legitimately friends with all of them. But at the time I was like, well, they're like Lori's friends and I feel like I should make my own friends and I should like, you know, try to do my own thing here and not just, you know, whatever. I didn't feel like I wanted to be reliant on Lori and my boyfriend to like invite me to things. So anyway, I was like, okay, I work for myself. I want to meet new people. What can I do? I was like, you know what? I really like going to bar classes. I was like, I should sign up for a local bar studio because every time I would go to bar classes, you know, I've been going to bar for like 10 years through college and after college, all the stuff. And every time I would go to a bar studio, at least in my experience, everyone was like really nice and friendly and welcoming. So it's like maybe like it'd be a good way to get me out of the house because again, I work remote. I work for myself. So I don't have coworkers or if if it's up to me, sometimes I don't leave the house for a couple of days if I have groceries, like whatever. It's I'm not proud of it, but you know, that happens. So like this would be really good to get me out of the house, meet new people. I was like, oh, it could actually be fun to like either go there, maybe even see if they have like a teaching job. Like that could be fun teaching bar has always been something kind of like on a bucket list. I just, I don't know. Like I just was like, oh, it'd always be so fun. And I actually grew up dancing. So I danced all through college even. So it's kind of just like more in my wheelhouse. Like, oh, that'd be so fun. Bring me back to kind of similar, like my dance days. So, but then I like, I don't know, you know, you're moving in and I was like, let me unpack. I have to like do everything. It was also COVID. So people were everyone like in Newport, except for me and my boyfriend had gotten COVID. So there was a couple months and then I like, so it got like got pushed out of my mind. Right. I'm like, oh, I should do bar. But you know, it was one of those things where it's like, oh, you should do that. And then you like put it off or forget about it for like a while. And then I'm like walking into my apartment and there's a box for um like it's a bar box like it's a for a specific bar chain I'm not gonna I can't I'm not gonna name the names and you'll understand later why it has like like it's heavy because it has bar equipment in it and it's addressed to someone and it's addressed to their name and it's at my address it's at my address and I'm like this this is not obviously to either me or Lori it's to someone else who must have lived here before and then I was like oh that reminds me that I um should go look into the studio I've been meaning to look into if there's any studios around here clearly there's probably one so I look it up and we find this girl and long story short she is the owner of this bar studio and she used to live in my apartment that I got, that I had to wait, whatever it was, like six, seven months to get it. 
So my roommate, Lori, messages her and she's like, hey, you have your box, whatever. And she came pick it up. But I like looked online. I was like, okay, like, let me see like what this bar studio is and whatever. And I looked online and on their Facebook page, like three, three weeks prior, three or four weeks prior when I was looking, like they had a job posting there. We're hiring people. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is divine timing. Oh my God, it's so perfect. So I email them and I'm like, oh my gosh, would love to work here. I could work at the front desk. I could be a bar person, whatever you need. I'm happy to do. I just kind of want to like be a social little butterfly and meet people. And so the girl who is the owner, who also used to live here, emails me back and she's like, hey, um, because they posted it like three or four weeks before. So it's like still recent. So when I was emailing them, I was like, okay, it's kind of like a 50-50. I'm either going to just make it or just miss it with whether or not they've already filled the spots. So she emails me back and she's like, hey, you know, um, we actually just filled the spots, but I would love to like get your resume, get you in here. Like, let's start talking so that, you know, when a spot opens up, like if it's a good fit, we can we can do that. So I go in, we're chatting, we're getting along great. It's so fun, whatever. But like I said, um, no spots were available, both for like the the desk and as an instructor. So I was like, that's fine, whatever. But like even just being in the bar studio, I was like, oh, this reminds me why I love going to bar classes so much, like the environment, like the workout, all the stuff. So I was like, oh yeah, like let me finally actually sign up to bar classes. So then I go to bar for several months, which is good because it was like getting me back into the shape, whatever. And then I so that was that's it for that part of the story. And then over the summer, I was like, okay, let me, I need to end my bar membership because I'm traveling so much. I have like an unlimited bar membership for each month. I'm like, I, I'm traveling so much. I'm only going to go to like two classes a month. I cannot justify spending all of this money in bar when I'm only going to go two classes a month. It does not make me make any sense. So I'm like, okay, I have to cancel this temporarily. I'll, I'll join when I come back. And so I basically had been traveling for like the last five months or so, like pretty substantially. And so then this now, now fast forward to last week, last week I w- went to Denver. It was kind of like the last trip I've had for a couple of months. And last week was so chaotic. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, I need to record a podcast episode because I'm flying on Tuesdays. If I don't record ahead of time, I'm not going to be able to publish on Tuesdays. If you guys like listen to me regularly, you might have noticed I actually didn't post last week, but that was intentional. I remember thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? I don't feel really inspired to talk about anything. And similarly, right? Like I was saying in the beginning of this episode, beginning of last episode, I'm like, I like to like really tune into what I want to post because I think that's what's going to hit and resonate with the most people. I try not it to not be forced because I think when you force things and it's not coming from that aligned action, it's not going to perform well. So it's like, you know what? I'm not going to force myself to post because whenever I force myself to do anything, it doesn't, it doesn't help me. It doesn't help other people. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to actually just wait until I get back and I'm going to post something about whatever happens to me in Denver. I'm going to set an intention that, you know, something's going to happen. There's going to be a lesson, a learning, maybe, you know, whatever. And that's what the recording is going to be. And if I'm being really honest with you guys, I was like, I'm going to manifest the best week ever in Denver. Everything is going to go my way. I'm going to walk into the airport. I'm going to like manifest an upgrade and just like, 
you know, whatever, butterflies and rainbows are going to come out my butt for the whole week that I'm there or whatever I was thinking. Um, that's not what happened. Um, if you're curious, actually our way there, it was a, like almost everything that went wrong could have gone wrong. While we were there, it was great. And I even got some free lift tickets, but that's not what the story is about. Back to reality. <laughs> but that's what I was thinking. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to like, something's going to happen this week. And that's what the podcast is going to be about. Um, but in my mind, I was like, it's going to be the perfect week and I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> Joke. Anyway, um, so so I go. So it's last week. I make that decision, whatever. I think I'm like heading out to Denver, basically. And I get an email from the bar studio owner. And she's like, hey, Victoria, we've been missing you in the studio. Like, hope your travel has been going well. I uh, wanted to reach out to you because we actually have a bar teacher position like opening up and we would love like I would love for you to come in and audition for it and I was like oh my god like I hadn't been to like the the studio for um bar in a really long time hadn't talked to anyone it was just like so crazy and I know I mentioned this earlier I was like oh I'll do the reception I'll do the bar teacher but like I always wanted to do the bar teacher like I would have done the other job and it would have been fine because like still would have gotten me social and you get free classes when you work there but I really wanted the bar teacher so I was like what are the odds that the job that I want are opening up right now and like a few weeks before I was like oh I should start signing up for bar again because I liked going all the other things but again I kind of like you know procrastinated it whatever put it off because I've been doing some other stuff for working out so she emails me and I'm like oh my gosh yes like and so funny because this is like as I'm about to go on the last trip that like I had to stop everything because of travel. Long story short, I get back from Denver. I go in, I audition, I interview, and guess who's gonna be a bar instructor? Your girl, assuming that I pass my certification, which I I will. So it's like a ninety nine percent official. Like the job's mine. I just have to pass um, the certification. So so freaking excited, but. And, and now I can actually do it, right? Because earlier, if I gotten the job earlier, I wouldn't actually have been able to have the job. I probably would have had to quit because I was doing all this traveling, right? Divine timing, again, it worked out. And also I will say, when I was gonna sit down to record this podcast, cause I was like, oh my gosh, you have to record this episode on divine timing. Like all this stuff with the bar thing just happened. You have people asking about divine timing in the DMs and everything. I also just have this feeling that, you know, I... I had this download to give you guys a lot of information because I don't think this is the last bit of the story. So obviously present day, it's like, okay, I finally got the job, but I have a feeling there's a reason why I'm supposed to have this job. And probably I was supposed to have this job at this specific point in time for something else. What that something else is, I can't yet tell you, but there's something. So I feel like there's probably at some point in life, might be six months from now, a year from now, I don't know, a part two to this episode to be like, and now look what happened because I signed up for this job. And also let me say, going off of the other episode we just did on aligned action and, you know, taking aligned action, this whole podcast has been like, yeah, like do your your bar like thing, like that'd be so fun. I just want to, I just want to point something out to you guys. There is no logical reason why I should be doing this. It's going to take hours of my life to get this certification. I have to, you know, prep classes and do all that stuff. 
and I only make money for the hour that I'm teaching class. I am like actively basically losing money by taking this job. It is not for the money at all. Like you could look at it on paper. It's like, Victoria, this is going to take you away from your like potential clients, like business, just relaxing, whatever, whatever it is. Like there's no every logical reason. There's also like other things that I, I just can't share per my contract, like <laughs> about the specifics of the job. It makes no logical reasoning sense why I would be taking that job like none everything on paper is like you should probably like I don't know use that time for like clients or whatever else like take on more but like I was saying I've just always wanted to do this like I can't explain it to you other than like in my heart like this just sounds so fun it's just something I want to do like that's why I'm taking it it's not for the money it, like I don't care about the time like I genuinely want to do it there is something in me that knows I'm meant to do this I've wanted to be a bar instructor like I've said for 10 years it's always been like oh one day I want to do that and I kind of always envisioned it like like I'm a hot mom who does bar but here we are definitely not a mom definitely not a mom not trying to be one anytime soon I don't even can't even own a pet yet but whatever anyway you guys get the point and I wanted to share that also to illustrate like this whole concept of divine timing and aligned action like following your intuition even when it doesn't make logical sense and how that all plays into the manifestation process and all these like subtle twists and whispers of the universe for things to manifest so I hope that that like helped illustrate and it wasn't just me blabbing for I don't even know how long we've been recording and to show how things start actually kind of taking into shape for you with things that you want to manifest whether it be like a relationship or a job or whatever else and trusting that you know it's going to work out for you and so if you're in this spot and I like to now refer to it as the manifestation waiting room so now we're going to get into the more like technical explanation of divine timing is it divine timing is it blocks what do I do all that stuff if you're in that manifestation waiting room right and it's the divine timing something I always tell my clients is it's always this or something better so whether it's like you want a relationship, right? And bring that up just because that was part of the story. And I know I get a lot of DMs about that, right? Like if it's not the person that you want, maybe it's not the right time or it's someone better. If things aren't happening when you want, it's always this or something better, right? I wanted the job last year, but for some reason it couldn't happen for me until now. Why that is, why this is better, I don't have full view into yet trust me I will make a podcast when I did but I trust and I know from my experience that's always this or something better now with the divine timing in the manifestation process when you manifest something it is always 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 for your highest good and the highest good of all involved when you want something okay you do not operate in a silo I don't care what you want to manifest whether it's like five dollars you want to manifest the dolphin from the dolphin exercise that we did together you still don't do that by yourself there's always someone or something else in that manifestation process and it has to be in alignment for you and that other person other thing whatever it is for it to come through the universe works through other people so when you want something it has to be not only in your highest good but the highest good of theirs involved and sometimes because again more than one person's involved divine timing might need a little bit of time to play out which means it might not be on your timeline okay the universe I just like to humble myself whenever I'm like where is this thing right especially if I'm already doing all the work um the universe knows more than me right I I'm not the universe like there's a lot I don't know 
So even though I think I'm ready and it's the perfect time and there's no reason why I shouldn't get this bar job right now, there is a reason. I just don't know what it is. So I trust that if I'm not getting it, it's for another reason. And really, it's kind of one in the seam. Like what's best for them is actually going to be what's best for you, no matter what the situation is. Okay. So trusting that if the, it, it's not happening on your timeline, maybe take a little bit of humble pie and say, you know what? Maybe, just maybe, my timeline is actually not the best case scenario. Maybe if I wait a month or two months or nine months even, even though I want it now, my best case scenario is in nine months. And that's just how I lead my life. And that helps me with the resistance because otherwise what happens is then you're like, well, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And that actually repels your manifestation further. So just take a deep breath and trust that it's always this or something better. And if it's not what you want, something better is coming along. I forget where I heard the story, but someone was talking about this, right? She was like comparing this kind of, I think it was to divine timing. I don't remember exactly. But she was like giving this example of like taking your dog to the dog park. And she's like, yeah, like whenever I take my dog to the dog park, like we get in the car and she knows and she gets so excited when we go to the dog park. But one day she was like, I was going to take her to the beach because I think she would really, really love the beach. Like I just know in my heart she's going to love the beach so much. So she takes the dog in the car and they have to drive past the park to get to the beach and so the dog is getting so excited because she sees the park and that's all she knows and she's like oh my god oh my god oh my god and then the car drives past the park and she doesn't get out so then the dog's all sad because it's like but i wanted to go to the park and the park's the best and now i'm sad because it's not here and i'm not getting in the park and wah, 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 right but then but the but the like dog owner is like no like the beach is gonna be so much better just like trust me like you're gonna be so much happier but like the dog doesn't understand that so the dog is like crying because the dog's sad but then eventually they get to the beach and the dog is even more happier than he ever could have been at at the the park because the beach is just like he just loves the beach but he didn't know that in that in between and so that's what where you might be you're like oh i really wanted to be with this specific person or i really wanted x dollars or x project or whatever specific thing and then you're sad if it doesn't work out the exact way you want but the universe is like that owner is like yo chill like i promise you something so much better is coming just like give me a second and i promise it's going to be so much worth it okay so like that's kind of how we think about divine timing it's literally in your best interest, even though you may not realize that, even though that's not what you want because you think you want X, really Y is so much better, but you don't really know what Y is or that it's even there yet, right? So just remembering when things don't work out for you, this or something better, if it's not what I wanted, great. Take that as a good sign. You're like, that means something even better is going to happen, right? And how many times in hindsight have you been like, wow, I thought I wanted this, but this whole thing turned out so much better than I thought it could be. So that's like the whole divine timing, trusting that this is something better. However, 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 I know at the beginning of this episode, I was talking about like, let's not just like sit and be like, well, divine timing, like let's, let's do something right. Um, And still doing your like mindset and manifestation work to remain an energetic match to what you want and to make sure you're clearing all your, your blocks and resistance to that manifestation because if it's not just pure timing, it could be that you still have resistance in the form of fears, doubts, insecurities towards your manifestation. And if that's the case, I don't want you to just like sit and do nothing and be like, well, I just have to wait because no. And honestly, I would argue that they're actually one the same because 
if you're not clearing your blocks, you, you can't reach divine timing. Divine timing, to be part of divine timing, you have to have cleared all of those blocks because otherwise it wouldn't be in your best interest because you would either not be able to get it or if you got it, you would somehow sabotage it. So to really make sure that you're doing the work, as in like doing the real mindset work to uncover your limiting beliefs, your fears, your doubts, insecurities, and work through them so you get to the other side. What does that look like? It's not just listening to podcasts and, um, you know, maybe repeating one or two affirmations and scrolling TikTok and on manifestation TikTok and, you know, listening to audiobooks. Those things are all great and they help, but that's not the real work that you need to be doing. And I'm going to love and shove you so that you get past the finish line and get to your goals because there was a really long period that I was doing that. And that's part of the reason why I was in the manifestation like um, waiting room, as I call it. Right. I'm like, well, I'm doing all the things. It's like, not really. And to be fair for me and to maybe you, right. Like I didn't know what I didn't know at that point in time. Right. But let, let me like illustrate to you. If you're not like actively, like honestly, probably shedding some tears, getting really uncomfortable because you have to face your fears, doubts, and insecurities when you don't want to, you have to acknowledge, hey, I actually don't feel like I'm worthy or good enough. I actually am afraid of this thing, even though I don't want to be. I don't want to admit that I feel this way, but I do. Like if that's not the type of work that you're doing to work through those, that's the work you need to be doing to clear through all of your blocks. Okay. So the takeaway from this podcast episode is there's a piece of the manifestation process of divine timing where everything's going to happen for your good and the highest good of all involved. But sometimes for things to happen for your highest good, it's not going to be on your timeline. And that's okay because it's that means it's just going to be something better, even if you have to wait an extra month. And that's okay. In the end, you're going to look back and be like, thank God. Okay. But you also need to be doing the work. Divine timing is not about just sitting and waiting on your butt for the job, the money, the relationship, whatever the hell it is, excuse my language, to show up for you. It's trusting that it's going to show up in divine timing and doing the work you need to do, doing your 50% because manifestation is a co-creative process, doing your work in the meantime until it shows up. Do not stop doing the work until it shows up because until it shows up, that means there's still work to do. And depending where you are, that the work will vary. It's a spectrum, right? But you need to be doing your job. You need to be ruthless about rewiring your beliefs and believing in yourself and believing in your manifestations in order for them to come through. The only thing standing between you and what you want is that resistance. So start clearing through it, trusting and knowing that once you do, everything will fall into place in the divine timing. And if you guys are like, I don't know if I'm doing the right work or I don't think I'm doing the right work or I think I need more clarity and direction and quite frankly, someone to love and shove me and like push me in the right direction and really help me like uncover all these limiting beliefs that might be holding me back from my manifestation from coming through, then I invite you to join us in Next Level University. This is my signature mindset and manifestation program specifically designed. It's like everything you're going to need to know A to B about the manifestation process. And there's oh my god a huge section on clearing resistance I'm creating this whole section where it's kind of gonna be like a choose your own adventure based on where you're at in life what your goals are what your beliefs are on how to like actually work work through each and every one of those so you smash through those limiting beliefs and you could start bringing in your manifestations 
this is my program I've had for a while, but we're relaunching version 2.0, which is going to be so freaking epic, which will also include, by the way, group coaching and Q&A calls with me starting March first. So if you want to learn more about the program, if you want to get in right now, it is on pre-sale for 50% off. It Just to be transparent with you guys, I'll give you all the information if you want um, in the DMs, but the price on pre-sale is $997. And if you, next month, it's going to go up to $1,997. You get lifetime access to all of the materials, which is like incredibly valuable. You also get a Facebook group, with me, my team, and the, everyone else in the program, and you get the coaching calls. So if you want in on that, DM me the word next, and we'll talk about if you're a good fit. And if you are, and you want to join, and you want to get in on the pre-sale before it goes up in February, we're launching in March. But if you join before February, you get like early access and a bunch of bonuses on top of the discount. DM me the word next. And if it's a good fit, we'll get you in. But regardless, I hope that this episode helped you better understand where you might be at in the manifestation process, help calm you down if you're like, where the heck is it? And helped illustrate to show you like how all of these things can beautifully play out in time, even if it's not what you wanted. Okay. I didn't want to have to wait six months for my apartment. I wanted to move in in June. I did, but I'm so glad I moved here. I didn't want, you know what I mean? Like it all worked out beautifully. Same thing with like the relationship. I didn't, wasn't ready to leave the relationship I was in at that point in time, but I did. And then now I'm so glad that I did because I wouldn't be with my current boyfriend if I was still with my ex. So trusting in the process, trusting in your manifestations, trusting in divine timing. If you guys have questions, if you enjoyed this podcast, reach out to me on DMs. I always love hearing from you guys. I get so excited. Genuinely, I, I can genuinely say that when my podcast listeners reach out, I like, oh my God, I get so excited to talk to you. So love to hear from you. Love to hear your thoughts, but I hope you guys have an incredible rest of your week and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.